Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by ID Shield, the most comprehensive identity theft protection and reputation management solution available. ID Shield provides credit monitoring and alerts, digital privacy management, and guaranteed restoration services. I use it myself and you can get it too. Visit getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. That's getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. This next episode is a returning guest from a previous episode. I welcome back Bridget Showquist, who incorporates intuitive channeling into coaching. Now, when we first spoke, she was about five months into her journey of offering intuitive channeling to her clients. Now she's got over a year under her belt, and we're going to catch up with how things have evolved for her. Check it out. How are you? Good. I feel like... um busy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I feel busy, but I feel like, um, good, like just finding a new way to use my energy more efficiently, I would say with this mm-hmm. business. Yeah. So how would you say things have shifted since we last spoke on the podcast? So I would, I think I've done more of kind of the background work or shadow work of just getting clear on what I want to offer to my clients. Yeah. And that has made my channeling for people more clear. It has made, um, my offers more clear and just more ideas have been coming and just kind of getting more creative on what we can do with channeling. Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone that hasn't heard the first podcast, let's talk a little bit about what it is that you do. You have a business called Just Be Life Coaching and talk about what you do for your clients and who you partner with and the kind of events that you host. Yeah. So I call myself an intuitive life coach, which is probably different from 10 months ago because I don't think I even had the language <laughs> for that. Um, so I mesh life coaching. I'm a certified life coach and I mesh life coaching with intuitive channeling. So I can communicate with spirits on the other side. Um, I can do medium work. So talking with people that have deceased or who have passed. And so it's just different ways of communicating with different souls on the other side. And when we first spoke, you were pretty new to your business. It, it was how many months old was it when you I was only five months of adding channeling to life coaching. Okay. So it was very, very new, kind of trying all different things, figuring out what I liked. And now I feel like I've found the groove of what I do enjoy. And one of those things is um, group channeling has been really, really fun to do different ways of um, I've worked, I've done a baby shower where it was just kind of like a additional gift instead of doing, they didn't want to do traditional baby shower games. And Mm -hmm. so instead they wanted to give something back where each person got a message from a spirit. So we uh, channeled people at a baby shower. I've done some live events for autumn equinox, uh, summer solstice. That was the trolley event was the summer solstice. Yeah. And that went really well, didn't it? 
Yes, that was super, super fun where I think we had a max of 12 people just for COVID reasons. Mm -hmm. And so we got to do things as a group of going on wine tours and in between the tours or at the tours, I was able to channel with people individually or in small groups. If it was friends came together or couples came together, I was able to channel with them together if they wanted to do that. So everybody walked away with a really powerful message and had a ton of fun um, experience meeting new people and just going on these wine excursions, which was super fun. Yeah. And you made me cry when you told me about it too, because you said that a couple of your guests found you from listening to the podcast. Yes, they did. That was cool yes. that you shared that with me. Was yeah, like, it was oh, super cool. exciting. It Someone makes all the work it. worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, and it's, it's exactly the core of why I created get out and try. It's like, okay, showcase what is out there and then inspire to get out and try it. So the fact that that yes. was received was so cool. It was so cool of where they, they got to experience the trolley ride. And then they've even done more events with me afterwards. So they've supported three, three different small businesses there. And then even more just along the way of the trolley ride. So it really has made an impact on at least six small businesses. I love that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So you have the group stuff that you're doing. That's what you really want to lean into. And what else are you doing? I know there's one that I get every Sunday that I love. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So that's one of my newer things starting in November. I'm doing a free weekly email. I call it a weekly whimsy email um, called Sunday Love Potions. Mm -hmm. So it's just a little, I call it a little sip every week of just some sort of message just to help brighten your week. Nothing to overthink about. It's meant to be just tiny little digestible bites of fun and whimsical stuff. And anyone can sign up for that. Anyone can sign up. It's totally free. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just comes on Sundays, Sunday mornings. And where do they sign up for that? They can go to my website of justbelifecoaching.com and it pops up as soon as you get there and you can sign up right there. Now that you have been doing the channeling for much, much longer, have you had some experiences that you hadn't had before that were kind of surprising and caused you to maybe have a little bit of pause or shift things? Yeah, I think what what I've really experienced and why I'm loving these group environments is there's so much power from channeling that can happen in less than 10 minutes of mm-hmm. where you don't, you can still sign up with me and we can have our sessions, mm-hmm. but these group sessions, you're getting powerful messages in such a short amount of time. And not only do you hear your message, but you get to experience in, in what I host of these group sessions, you get to hear other people's messages too. And you still learn so much from everybody else's messages as well. And just experiencing this deep, it just feels like a deep ancient connection with another human being, especially if you hear their loved one from the other side coming through and the messages and just watching them just I gush with love and awe and everything. And it's just such a cool, cool thing to experience. Talk about what that feels like for you. I know we talked about that in the first episode, but I, I, I'm always curious, you know, how, how does that come through to you? What are you doing to get the message? And then how do you know what to say when it comes to you. I had a channeling coach who taught me how to do all these things. I've kind of always had this little pull or little voice or little nudge. I'm the earliest memory is at four. So I've always had it and just ignored it. Mm -hmm. And now, and then in 2020, I was ready to 
dive into it. So I hired a coach to help me learn all of this. So I can, there's three ways I get messages. So I first open myself up in a safe way where I'm still protected to where I'm not getting like fire hose in the face with energy. So I just mm-hmm. get little bits at a time that I can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I used to get headaches, um, neck aches, just feeling awful and exhausted all the time. And I realized it was because I was so open mm-hmm. before I knew all of this. Mm-hmm. So now I know how to do it in a safe way and I can either get physical feelings of when I'm connecting with somebody else, I will start getting their physical feelings, like feeling exhausted, or if you're kind of feeling stressed or sad, excited, happy, I'll get those feelings. I will also get images sent to me from spirit guides. I think mostly because I am not good at big words. I'm not good at fancy words. And I think they know (laughs) I can't explain things. But images I can explain. And sometimes they're great analogies or metaphors or something for um, a very powerful message. Sometimes an image is more powerful than words. So they send me an image that way or they give me they just start talking and I can just kind of. Blah, just spit out what they are saying. So sometimes I'll just, it'll sound like I'm just going on a rant, but it's from the spirit guides that are giving me that message. Wow. So those are the three ways. And you have to preserve your energy when you do this because it takes a lot out of you. So how do you preserve your energy when you're doing that? Mm-hmm. So first by opening the session, I make sure I'm protected that way. And then after each session, I close the energy circle that was created. So mm-hmm for the client and myself. So we don't continue to get a bunch of energy thrown at us, but otherwise, if I can tell I'm overdoing it, I have to make sure I'm giving myself enough rest. I'm doing enough care for myself. I have to do enough activity, whether that's high, high energy kind of running biking activity or more quiet, like yoga or meditating Mm -hmm. just depends on my energy. Mm -hmm. And then watching what I eat, what I ingest, Uh, making sure it's more like whole foods, not as much like no alcohol, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not as much alcohol. Um, But those are the things that I never really thought would affect my life, but it has all affected it in such a great way Mm -hmm. where channeling just has done so, so, so many good things for me that I I can then pass along to my clients. Do you ever find yourself neglecting yourself in terms of channeling your guides? Um, I think at the beginning I did, but Mm -hmm. I quickly saw symptoms of when I was overdoing it or if I'm starting to get like a dull headache or super tired, or I just can't get messages. If they're just not coming through, I know I'm doing too much. Yeah. So it's quick. I've quickly found I have to do it or I just can't get messages. And if I don't get messages, I can't do my job. So I've, I've really learned to pay attention to that. How has it impacted your parenting? Oh, a lot. It helps me. So I still have my coach who will channel for me sometimes because as human beings, we all get stuck in our own head and Mm -hmm. don't totally trust things of, you know, your gut feelings or intuition feelings that you have. Yeah. So there are times where I still call her and have sessions with her if I need insight on my kids and she can channel their higher self and I can get messages for that. If it's something like they're not sleeping, they're having trouble in school, I will go to her for that. If it's something more simple, I will channel their higher self and just get a different perspective on things. And it really has helped a lot of where what they can't communicate as their little human bodies, their higher self can. And it has given so many answers to help with 
with sleeping, with anxiety at school. I know like if, if they've had too many sweets or if they need to eat something, like I've just learned so many more cues just based on, on the messages that they've given. And have you had a lot of parents come to you for the same kind of help? Yeah. I don't think they knew I could do this, but during sessions, you know, we'll just say, is there anything going on with your kids? Anything else? And then we start talking about their kids and there have been very powerful moments of either they were so, so, so worried about their kid. And it just turns out to be like, no, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I just need you to be okay. If you can take care of yourself, I yeah. will be fine. Yeah. And then there's others where they actually have a lot of this intuitive um, kind of empath kind of things, and they are needing more support than what they were given. They just didn't know what kind of support. Mm-hmm. So it helps them point them in the right direction for things. The first thing that you said, when you said, um, I'm fine, just get out of the way <laughs> or like, just yeah. take care of yourself. <laughs> take care of, of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I very much relate to that because when we got started with school, I think I was just this ball of nerves projecting onto my kid. And it was causing him to bring that with him. When we finally saw, we went and saw a naturopath and um, she's like, it's, it's not him. It's you guys. <laughs> you guys yeah. need to chill out. <laughs> Isn't it funny where you're just like, ah, they're not okay. And really it's, they are, you are not. <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are you projecting onto your kid? And so, oh, I worked on me and over time it's gotten way better. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. I would say nine out of 10 times the message is you need to take care of yourself because they're feeding off of your energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the elements around us don't always work in our favor either. So when you have um, conferences where they're going over standardized testing and things like that, you get worried because, you know, you see wherever the line is falling and it's like, good grief. Can we look around as adults and point out to the guy over there or the gal over there and say, I bet when you were in first grade, you were in the 30th percentile of reading on your standardized testing. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a guide, but at the same time, sometimes depending on how the person presents it, boy, it can cause a lot of stress. And it's like, this is such a small grain of sand. Right. Right. It's not the end all be all of anything. And there just need to be other tools. And there are so many tools out there, which even through channeling, I've, I've channeled tools I've never heard of, but it just happens to work for an individual child or my coach has channeled it for my kids. Um, it's just things you never would have thought of, but they, they do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so you and I have become friends as well. And I have watched people, Uh, I'm trying to look for the right word. I have watched people change their mind about how they feel about what you do very, very quickly. How often do you see that happen? Um, Every group session, like the trolley session, the autumn equinox where I, I was, that was at a group fire kind of a thing. And even the baby shower, people are nervous. And then when they see other people who are willing to go and then they see their reaction afterwards, Mm -hmm. I think they see like, it's not me going into your deepest, darkest secrets. I don't want to go there. I don't want to know any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, your guides and my guides are very protective over your privacy and me not taking in so much of things I don't want to know about. I literally mm-hmm. can't get those messages. If you're not willing to share or your guides don't want that out to anybody else, I mm-hmm. can't get them. Yeah. So, so what, what you're talking about is like the difference between <clears throat> channeling and mind reading. Cause those are two very different. Right. Things. And yeah. I am maybe, not a mind reader. 
Okay. Talk a little bit more about that. I mean, I know you already were, but uh, I just wanted to make that very distinct point that you are not a mind reader and you never claim to be, and you don't want to be, and it's totally different from channeling. Correct. Yeah. I don't have the psychic ability of knowing what you're thinking. You're like I said, your deepest, darkest secrets. I don't have that and I don't want it. So I am shut off to that because otherwise it just feels like I'm invading <laughs> so many things. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not a uh, mind reader. I'm not a psychic where I can tell the future, but mm -hmm. I can give you messages from spirits to help you kind of manifest whatever you want to have happen, or to at least give you messages around what you want to have happen and give you some clarity of yeah, that's a good direction. Or have you ever thought about this? This is a different perspective to look at. It's guidance. It's, it's guidance that helps you finally make a decision and move forward or be still or rest or <laughs> whatever you yes. need in that moment. Yes. Yep. I think that's one of the things that many of us look for is reassurance in life. You know, am I doing this right? Am I screwing things up? Just give me a sign. Yes. Yes. I actually call myself the guide from your guides. I can, I'm not telling you what to do, but I can at least translate what they are telling you in these messages. Mm -hmm. So then you can go forward and feel confident going forward with it. And I think the most common reaction I get is, oh, that just reaffirms everything I was thinking. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes you don't trust your own thoughts because again, we're humans and you're stuck in your head. Yep. But this just helps to build your self-trust. And when you have more of that self-trust, you have a higher intuition. They go together of when yeah. you have a stronger intuition, you have stronger self-trust and it just builds and builds and builds. I think one of the most fascinating things in that process for my experience with it is I am an internal dialogue person. I am having arguments in my brain all the time, whether or not we call that crazy. I don't know, but um, it's, you know, I'm, I, I have a very strategic brain and so I work through things and there's obviously dialogue that goes along with working through that from, you know, arguing both sides of why you should or shouldn't. And you end up a whirling dervish of conversation in your head. And the thing that has been most fascinating is that what you have channeled through is as though wherever it's coming from, listened to the whole dialogue that happened in my head, trying to figure it out. Yes. And it's so interesting because I, I don't change voices or anything like that, but I will change cadence. I've noticed in myself to sound more like you, your higher self or what's going on in your thoughts, or even people who have passed. It's like talking in their cadence. I don't know hardly any of these people that have died. I didn't have the fortune, good fortune to know them, but it's so strange because they will, people will say that sounded just like them exactly like them. So it's just one of those things of like, for your question before, like, how do people change their mind that that yeah. is how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet it is. It's, uh, you know, and it's something that people feel one way or another about because they either get it or they don't, or maybe they, they feel a different way about it because they have different beliefs on where stuff like that should come from. Uh, and I guess maybe I, I don't know if this is taboo to ask about, but how does this intertwine with someone that's really religious. We're going to pause here. That's a good cliffhanger. Stay tuned for the next episode where you hear the answer to that. And we're going to talk about how channeling can be a great resource as you navigate your professional career. 
That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others to find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the valley. Go, get out and try.